Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. What I'm about to share is not going to be very popular. What I'm about to share is not going to be well-received by everybody. The other day I was talking to somebody that works at a manufacturing plant. And this person was a friend of a friend, and the friend had asked me to speak to him and uh, talk to him about his performance. And I said, sure, but I said, I don't know the guy, so I want to be very you know, clear um, that I, I'm not going to challenge him as heavily as I would you know, if, the, if I had spent some time with him. So we sat down, and we started to talk, and I asked how things were going, and he immediately went in on complaining and management. He had been at the company about six months. Now, again, this is not everybody, yet I want to provide a solution at the end. And I think it is called co-authored conflict. I taught my guys when I coach volleyball how to do this. I teach this uh, for people when they do team development. When you co-author conflict, meaning how do we have conversations of conflict when it arises? Because it's going to. So as a conversation ensued, I started to take notes, and I said, would you mind if I took some notes? He said, sure. And I asked him how things were going. I was up to nine things he was frustrated with. And I said, so is there anything else you'd like to add? He said, no. I said, okay. I said, would you mind if I stated back to you what I heard you say, non-emotionally, just factually? So I read back the nine items. He goes, yeah, I think you have it for the most part. And I said, well, I'm going to state back something to you. I said, I asked you how things were going. You listed nine things that frustrated you, which you just confirmed. And he had this expression of, oh, crap. I said, no. I said, I I get, I get it. You don't know me. I said, we're just talking. And you've been here six months. I asked you, how things were going. You didn't list one positive thing. So I have two questions for you. Why are you here? And what have you done in the last 12 months to better yourself professionally and personally? What have you done on your own to invest in you? So again, what have you done on your own to invest in you? And he couldn't answer that question. And I said, so you've been here for six months. You listed nine things. Why are you still here? And he said, well, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, you know, I was looking at a job and, you know, I, a friend of mine called and I said, so how do you think you've represented your friend who opened the door for you to get this job, who asked me to speak with you? He said, well, probably not really well. I said, okay, well, hey, this has been a great conversation. And he was just shocked. He said, well, you didn't give me your opinion. And I said, yeah, I I didn't want to give it to you. I didn't know if you're the type of person I'd want to give an opinion to. 
He said, why would you say that? I said, because I asked you how things were going. He listed nine things. You've been here six months. You can't answer anything. Anything. In terms of what you've done in the last 12 months for yourself. So I'm not so sure you're the best candidate to receive feedback. Again, he has this look of fear and uncomfortableness come over him. And he said, no, I'd really be interested. I said, great. I said, could, could we do something? He said, sure. I said, when I give you my feedback, I don't want your response. He said, excuse me? I said, I just want you to digest it. I'll get back together with you. I'll spend time with you. But I don't want your feedback in the moment because you asked for it. But if you're asking for it to argue with me, I would just prefer not to have an argument. So I give him the feedback. I said, geez, you've been here six months. You've listed nine things. You haven't done anything to invest in yourself. People like you put yourself in a category of bleacher people. You sit in the bleachers. You don't go above and beyond the call of duty like a player on the field. You complain about things. You recruit people to complain. Woe is me. Misery is wonderful. That's my impression of you. So when do you want to get back together? (laughs) The guy looked at me just stunned, right? Just stunned. And about a week later, we get back together. And he said, you know, I've thought a lot about our conversation. I I am kind of full of it. I said, no, you're not kind of. You're full of it. If you're going to be full of crap, at least be the whole barrel of crap. He starts laughing. I said, I'm really proud of you for coming back to the second meeting. That's a huge step. I want to make an agreement with you that you seek feedback once a week from a teammate and you just listen. Number two, that you invest in one thing in the next six months. It can be reading a book. It can be watching training videos. It can be taking a course online, going to school at night, whatever it is, you have to invest in one thing. And so why I share this conversation is we have been so focused, so focused on employees, mental health, their well-being, making sure they're happy, making sure they're in a good place. And those are important things. Yet the employees have a responsibility to themselves to invest in themselves. So in our second conversation, I said, so you ended up working on a manufacturing plant. First of all, I'm not putting that down. Is this where you wanted to end up? He said, no. I said, where did you want to end up? I wanted to go to college. I said, why didn't you go? said, I got married. We started having kids. I said, okay, that's a pretty big interruption, right? That's not easy to do. And he said, no. And I said, so by your choices or maybe by, you know, non-choices, you've ended up here. So is that something you positioned yourself to do or did somebody get you in a headlock and make you end up here? He said, no, it's it's of my own choices. And I said, great. Are you out of choices? He said, what do you mean? I said, are you out of choices? Are your kids in school? Yeah, yeah, they're in grade school. I said, okay. Are you out of choices? He said, well, of course not. I said, so what's your next big choice for you? And all of a sudden, he smiled. He said, I don't know. I said, what do you want to do? He said, honestly, I see things sometimes here. I'm not being negative. Now he's conditioning me. I'm not being negative, but I see things here that could be better. And I said, so how are you going to handle that thoughtfully and professionally? He said, geez, I don't know. I said, That's going to require some conversations, and you've got to be really, really thoughtful when you do that because you're not a leader. So we ended up putting him into our leadership program, and he's been a willing participant. He's looking in the mirror. Here's the point of this whole story. We have to have tough conversations with people who are full of crap. 
We have to have tough conversations with people who end up in certain places that maybe they didn't think they were going to end up or they don't want to be. It is their choice to dig out of that. It is their choice to personally and professionally invest in themselves. So we need to have challenging conversations with people. And one of the ways you do that is to have agreements of discord, saying when I approach you and I give you feedback, let's wait. Let's wait maybe three days before we reconvene. Here's the amazing thing, everybody. When you have time, when you have time going, people start to come to their own realizations positively. Maybe not all the time, but someone very negative in the moment who's, yeah, but, they're going to have that trigger. They're going to have that conditioned response. This helps counter that. We need to have these conversations with people who are just doing their jobs. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called coach to You, where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign 7 to 21-day programs for employees to learn and, more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called coach to you We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.